0: hello and welcome to the pondering theologian podcast i am the host nathaniel Uh, In today's episode, I want to look at uh, a sentence that Paul uses in several areas in the Second Testament, and it's this phrase, I give thanks to God for you, or I give God thanks for you. And we're going to read one example of it right now from uh, first Corinthians and there's there's lots of other places it shows up and there are several verses this is going to be a scripture heavy episode um, and I will link all of that in the show notes afterwards um, but I, but I have some thoughts about this and I'd, I'd like to share them with you and then love to hear your thoughts on it after the episode concludes. So, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 1 through 9 reads, when I find what tab it's on, Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and our brother Sosthenes, to the church of God that is in Corinth to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints together with all those who in every place call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that has been given you in Jesus Christ. For in every way you have been enriched in him, speech and knowledge of every kind, just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gifts as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end, so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. By him you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Um, so, story before we get too much farther into this. Uh, One summer's day, many years ago, my family was at uh, this lake that we really enjoyed going to. Uh, I was perhaps 9 or 10, so fairly young yet. Uh, As kids do, I got to be playing with some other kids nearby. And as we were playing, those of us who were uh, a little taller then the rest moved farther and farther into the water now at this lake there was a great seaweed bed that uh, goes around the edge of the lake and we could almost reach it without going over our head in this particular spot so me and one other kid was getting pretty far out ironically Um, I was terrified of getting caught in the seaweed, um, as someone had gotten stuck and drowned in this particular lake in the seaweed um, recently, and it was fresh in my mind. One way or another, I got pushed and got my feet to the edge of the seaweed, and I was over my head in the water, I couldn't touch the bottom. Now, the one problem with swimming is as soon as you panic, things go bad. I panicked, and fear caused me to go nowhere fast. Um, I've almost drowned three times in my life, more stories for another time, um, but each time I can tell you there was not a Rolodex of life events like in film. Uh, I, I, particularly in, in those situations, stared into the eyes of the closest person to me, and my inner voice has screamed for them to save me. Um, And the kid who pushed me, stared at me, laughed for a short while, well felt like ages, Uh, but then eventually stuck their hand out and I was able to grab it. Uh, Now an interesting thing I realized this week is I was not grateful for that kid for 20ish years since it happened. I have rarely, if ever, looked back at that memory and, and thought, thank God for that kid. Who both pushed me and saved my life. I have, however, shared at least a couple times from the Rolodex of my mind... ...my top list of jerks are people who have done very wrong by me. Um, and I remember that kid for doing very wrong by me. Now, we are in a new year. While not unique, per se, as this happens uh, every 365 days... We are, however, at the point where we can always give a a daily, or I should say, we are given a daily opportunity for new reflections, and are allowed the, the chance to change ourselves if needed. So as we kind of continue through this episode, I invite you to consider who it is you are not thanking God for. As always, there are several layers to different things in the Bible and different ideas. And this idea of thanking God for someone um, really starts at the beginning. Uh, In Genesis chapter 1, we can read that we are all made in the image of God. We are all created in God's image. We are all the children of God. No matter where you might fall on any idea and beliefs of predestination, the elect and the reprobate and all of the other factors of who's in and who's out, all that is and all who ever, ever lived, all who are alive now, and who will be alive in the future, all represent the image of God. And if we love God, therefore, we in part are called to love those that represent God. And then we can look at uh, much of chapter 6 of Galatians for even more confirmation here. Um, Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if any one thinks they are something when they are nothing, they deceive themselves. Now a little further in it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that they will also reap. For the one who sows to their own flesh and will from the, the flesh reap corruption, what the one who sows to the spirit will reap from the spirit, uh, they will reap eternal life, which is, I guess, a, a more complicated way of just saying for, for people who do things of their own will and, and focus mostly on themselves, um, you're going to run into corrupt things but if you focus on godly things influenced by the holy spirit you're going to follow down this path to eternal life and it continues and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not give up so then as we have opportunity let us do good for everyone especially to those who are of the household of faith so let us not grow weary of doing good as we have the opportunity let us do good to everyone do good to everyone on the subject of those who are of the household of faith um give it a definition here Uh, the household of faith are those who are believers that is both both simple and just just a wide wide household the tree that is christianity or all of christendom includes catholicism so the catholic church the orthodox church protestants which is where if you're in what's called like the mainline denominations presbyterian methodist um, that's where where you would fall and and roughly 31 to 53 percent of the globe is Christian as of last year's data. Now that's a lot of people from the world not just one country or western countries it's, it's the whole world that's a big percentage. Now thinking of those who are believers in the household of faith we can look to Jesus in the book of John. Uh, chapter 21 it says when they had finished breakfast Jesus said to Simon Peter Simon son of John do you love me more than these? He said to him yes Lord you know that I love you. He said to him feed my lambs. He said to him a second time Simon son of John do you love me? He said to him yes Lord you know that I love you. He said to him tend my sheep. Now he said to him a third time Simon son of John do you love me? And Peter was hurt Because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. This is not just for those 11 disciples, but for all who are Christians. All who love Jesus. Actually love Jesus to feed those who are the sheep who are the sheep they are the followers of jesus Uh, presumably you and i those who come and profess at at least usually profess within the walls of church or on their social media accounts that they are christians and and that is according to romans chapter 10 anyone who believes it says because if you confess with your mouth that jesus is lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead You will be saved, for with your heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved, for the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing riches on all who call to him, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And even at the end of that scripture it comes back to everyone big picture everyone both jew that is those who were believers and greek or heathen or gentile whatever you want to call it everyone that's a pretty wild to think about everyone that's kind of the theme here today everyone is made in the image of god everyone is called to follow to love to care to do good everyone is called to care for everyone everyone is called to thank god for everyone and there is more and more ver- verses throughout the bible we could read to see more to support that ephesians chapter 4 be kind and compassionate to one another forgive each other just as christ god forgave you philippians 2 4 not looking to your own interests but each of you to the interests of others Matthew 25, uh, kind of hopping around, the king will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these children of mine, you did for me. Then he will answer them saying, truly, I say to you, if you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. And I want to go back now to our reading in 1st Corinthians. The interesting thing about Pauline letters, that is much of the location-named books of the Second Testament, like uh, Galatians, Romans, Corinthians, Ephesians, uh, these were written by Paul. Paul uses this phrase, I thank God for you, in many of them. Uh, Philippians, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, Romans, 1st Corinthians, Colossians, 1st and 2nd Timothy, Philemon, and even back in the book of Acts, it says that Paul saw the brethren coming to support him, and he thanked God for them. Thanking God for people is a normal thing that Paul says and does in the Second Testament. And the interesting thing is that in several of those letters, there is still... Criticism, correction, kindly telling the people in Rome, Corinth, Thessalonica, and others to step up, shape up, and act like Christ. Even in those situations, Paul is thanking God for them. Paul is one of those heroes of the Bible. Um, Someone we look to for much of uh, the examples of how to be a Christian. We get a lot of doctrine and theology from Paul as well seems perhaps like uh, someone we m- might want to notice the things they do. So the question for us as we can we, we pause for a moment and think, is, are we thanking God for all those people around us? And not just around you in, in your little area, but in the whole of whatever country you live in? within the whole of the world i've heard on christian radio stations people pray pray for the people of ukraine or russia or somewhere else in the world and i've uh, heard this quite often but i have not heard them often thank god in those prayers for you know the people of china or mexico or cuba or taiwan or somewhere else in the world and, and you can insert any country into any one of those slots and it might certainly be easier for us to think of someone perhaps that is a ally country so for those here in America thinking of uh, an ally country and all of those military ex, uh, exploits uh, but that isn't how Christianity works it's not a uh, nationality based thing Christianity is a faith system that doesn't belong to any one place Paul thanked God for people across Europe, the Middle East and, and I'm sure if he crossed larger seas he would have thanked God for Australia South America and, and so many other places that he could have made it to We, as Christians, do not always have the best track record of being inclusive. That is welcoming, loving, accepting, or positively positioning ourselves towards all people. It is hard to be thankful for people when we aren't really wanting to be near people. Uh, About a decade ago, the church I was at, there was a a gentleman that started attending and sitting in the back of the church. Um, He was a bit unkempt. Uh, he could smell at times um, And he lived at what was a halfway house just across the street And one day when we were talking with him uh, He mentioned how he knew he wasn't wanted here By all of the church But he came for God and that was his motivation But it that, that was a heartbreaking conversation to look back at Why aren't we thanking God for all people? Why are we not naming the people around us who we do and and do not like, lifting them up to God and thanking God for them? I personally believe this is in part because we like being mad at people, Um, or we like to call people, you know, names or gossip about how so-and-so did something stupid or just like to be mean-spirited towards people and it's hard to be thankful and to pray positively for people when you are mean-spirited towards someone there's a song that came out many years ago now because I'm old called uh, pray for you by Jaron Lowenstein Um, and in the middle part of the song it goes i'm really glad i found my way to church because i'm already feeling better and i thank god for the words yeah i'm gonna take the high road and do what the preacher told me you keep messing up and i'll keep praying for you i pray it breaks go out running down a hill i pray a flower pot falls from a windowsill and knocks you on the head like i'd like to and sure you get the, the picture it goes on and I used to listen to that song and laugh and I remember joking with my siblings one day about uh, how I could pray like that for certain people at my church um, and let's be honest we've all prayed something that was not in the best interest of the person we prayed it for it's hard to honestly sincerely pray to God That I'm thankful for someone when I don't actually want good for them. And like I said, this has been a scripture heavy episode. And in all that, I hope that you've heard that we are all made in the image of God. We're all called to love one another. We're all offered grace in Jesus Christ. We're all called to be kind called to be thankful for all those people made in the image of God. Just a reminder, that's everyone. So I'd like to challenge you to thank God for all the people you can this week. It might be easier to start by making the goal of praying for 10 people, or 7 people, who you would not otherwise, or that you see out in the world. Um, a guy I had met last year in in a conversation we were talking and he had mentioned how a practice of his was to pray every day for a new person. The challenge was um, to go out and meet someone new and pray for them. Thank God for them, lift them up. Um, and to make it even more of a challenge, he held himself to Uh, It couldn't be the same person as you had already prayed for. So I challenge you to do something to this extent. And I have found I have less hate in my words, my actions, my heart for all the people I haven't liked because I work to pray for them. So find people at your grocery store checking you out in line movie theater, at the gas station, wherever, find seven, ten people this week and pray for them, lift them up, and then maybe next week you try moving to those people that you know you don't like. Now, if if we all prayed a prayer of thanks for that one person, it might surprise us how we change our disposition. And I do believe it would be a kinder, more loving and godly world if we prayed for and was thankful for more people. We're going to end the episode there. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. I'd love to hear as you go through your day, through your week, through your month, if you are following this challenge to pray for people, uh, how does it change your disposition? How has it affected your thoughts, your prayers, your actions? How has it changed how you interact in the world? Has it? Has it not? Whatever it is, I'd love to hear from you down in the show notes. is all of the info for the podcast. You can reach out on social media, through email, over at the website. I'd love to hear from you, your response, and everything from this episode, something in a past episode, or something you'd like to hear in a future episode. Please reach out. As always, I hope that you are doing well. Know that God loves you matter what, and there is nothing that you or anyone else can do about it. We'll, we'll see you in the next episode.